Hi, I'm Scott Barber. This is the Landscape Ontario podcast. So have you noticed that more and more homeowners and businesses are really stepping up their game when it comes to beautiful, really classy holiday lighting? It turns out there's a growing trend towards hiring professionals to make homes and businesses really shine through the holidays. On this episode, I'm joined by Scott Sim. He's the VP of Moonglow Lightscapes, as well as the chair of Ello's Lighting Sector Group, to talk about why this is such a growing market and how landscape lighting contractors can take advantage by adding it to their service offerings. That is coming up next. Are you new to the horticulture and landscape profession? Are you looking to improve your skills and build your qualifications? Or are you an employer looking to support, upskill, and retain your team? Registering for the Horticultural Technician Apprenticeship Program is an excellent way to further your career in a field you love while still earning a paycheck. As an employer, you'll benefit from your team members' new skills, increased job satisfaction, and ultimately supporting your staff retention. Apprenticeship is a combination of on-the-job training provided by your employer and in-class training at Fanshawe, Humber, or Algonquin College. Financial incentives and grants are available along the way to help cover costs for both apprentices and employers. And the best part? Landscape Ontario is here to support you at every step along the way. So what are you waiting for? Learn more, attend one of our info sessions, or register at our website, horticulturetechnician.ca. So Scott, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to to chat today. Really appreciate it. Um, would like to just start off, if you could, you know, tell me, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you came into uh, the lighting part of the industry. Thanks, Scott. Um, really excited to be here. Um, so uh, I kind of cut my teeth on lighting uh, during my time at at turf care products. I was, uh, I started as an inside, um, staffer, if you will, and then moved my way to, um, outside sales, uh, territory rep, whatever you'd like to sort of call that. Um, and along the way I had some great mentors there, uh, namely John Higo and, um, through, uh, Illumicare, one of the products that we represented, um, Raymond Josephine. So did a lot of, um, did a lot of site visits with contractors and in turn Raymond or John would join a lot of the time and of course the additional training they would offer us um, and that really just got the I guess you could call it gave me the bug uh, towards the lighting industry um, when I was at turf care um, we dabbled in um, the supply of of holiday lighting products specifically um, so that's where I sort of learned about the industry or that, you know, maybe we'll call it a subset of the industry. Um, probably didn't fully appreciate its size and scope and scale until I was on the other side of the counter per se. Um, you know, we, we moved some units and, and stuff, but I didn't, you know, I, I didn't see it as a big uh, enterprise by any stretch. Yeah, more of a more of a niche, maybe uh, at least in your estimation, or or maybe it was smaller at that time. I don't know. And and hard to say. I mean, I was I was dealing with you know a southwestern Ontario market, kind of well west of the GTA, so maybe a less mature market in general too. Um, so that would maybe jade my my perception of it as well. Uh, but I think it was just generally a less mature market at that point in time. Like we're talking, uh, we're talking anywhere in the 10 to 15 year mark away, you know, back now. Yeah. Yeah. 
so so fast forward into uh today um you know today we're obviously looking to talk you know specifically about this it, it's uh, from what i understand it's it's been pretty amazing to see sort of the growth of this this mm-hmm. subsect subsector of uh of lighting can you tell us i guess what it sort of what that part looks like um from you from your perspective now you know what how has it become such an important part of what you know lighting contractors do so um so i can you know so you know i'm i'm just maybe to, to back up where i am now yeah um, please i I'm, I'm i'm the vice president at uh, moonglow lightscapes um and i've been here now for i've been with the company six years i've uh, been a partner for about a year and a half now um and even from time I started to now, how the holiday lighting business has evolved is is really um, is really epic, almost in a sense. Um, uh, part of it, you know, like obviously, you know, broad strokes, we've seen rapid growth. Um, part of it stemmed from an, an initial growth came from one uh, Kitchener area company that uh, they they. Their business was based around tree service, uh, prune, like um, arbors, arbor uh, work, and what have you. Um, that business became too much of a focus for them that they couldn't sort of take the time away to do uh, holiday lighting. And our phones, our phones rang that year, and we, you know, we we heard about that. Um, what happened after that was, you know. Uh, really the best case scenario that you can imagine you get out into a neighborhood people see your trucks your people your lawn signs thereafter the phones ring from that um the websites get more notice you know because your neighbor got it uh people are searching it um you know we've seen in recent years where we've had people even pre-labor day reaching out to us to want to talk about holiday lighting and so it just shows you you know how much how much more it's become front of mind to people now and um yeah it's it's uh there's a there's it, it's more common saying that i think um there's still a perception uh there might be a, a an undervalue perception to some people who are you know calling us um there's certainly there's certainly some some educating to be to be had with this and and there's certainly some people that when they realize the pricing it's not for them it's not their cup of tea sure yeah and that makes sense uh, um but i guess at the same time there is there's still a uh, you know a significant market a significant number of uh, homeowners people out there that it, it, you know are are willing to invest or mm-hmm. eager i should say to invest in that kind of thing which is which is pretty cool yeah yeah um Residential is still probably our number one uh, through all this, but we also uh, have done some work for some commercial properties where, you know, I think the goal of them is to show community their pride in, in the holiday season and furthermore their, um, their holiday pride to their staff. And I think, um, you know, it's a, it's a beacon of sorts, it's a symbol of sorts to, to staff. Um, we've got into some institutional stuff, um, namely a couple of, um, retirement facilities or, or old age homes of sort. And their goal there is to, again, you know, uh, boost the, boost the um, the morale of of the patients and and residents. Um, 
and it, and it's really something you know to hear those feedback stories uh, with those places how they how they uh, receive that and another unique one we've kind of got we've got three uh, area hospices that we decorate now and it's a part of um, a larger picture fundraising drive uh, that they're using you know the lighting event and the lighting feature uh, to draw attention to them to raise funds for the holiday season. Uh, somewhere along the terminology of lights of love or, you know, sure. some you know, play on that uh, terminology. Um, and it's a real, those are really special ones to, to be a part of it. And, and, you know, you take a lot of, a lot of extra pride in those jobs. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. I love that. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like, uh, you know, a lot of fun to be able to, mm-hmm. to bring that kind of that joy and excitement to, uh, to people like that is, uh, is pretty cool. Yeah. Really yeah. cool. We, we've been, we've been privy to some really incredible messages from homeowners we've decorated for, and they're obvious to share praise. But when you get praise in the form of a note that they share with you from one of their neighbors saying, I love that tree you guys decorate every year, or I love how you decorate your house annually, you know, um, and what that means to somebody. It's, I remind our staff of that, that we do something a very fun, but be very, very meaningful and very uplifting uh, especially if you look at what we've been through the last couple of years, uh, I think I think a lot of what we did really got you know got some people through some tough times in a small portion. And I don't want to take any sort of you know too much credit for what we did, but it was you know it was special to some households that that were struggling through a time. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the holidays, that holiday season is, you know, so many memories. I think we all have uh, looking back over our childhoods, our lives. And, yeah. you know, you remember, you know, coming home and the, the house felt festive. It felt like there was a, a holiday spirit to it. And obviously this is part of it. So what, what can a, what can a professional bring? Mm-hmm. What, what, um, what is, I guess, the difference? Why, why are people yeah. investing in, in, in professionals to come and do, you know, a really top end job? So, you know, there's a multitude of reasons. And I mean, like anything, you can sort of tap into different things, depending on the client. But I think, you know, one of the key ones I think we hear about is safety. You know, we get the call from the wife saying, my husband doesn't need to be climbing ladders anymore. And I'm, you know, we, we get that. And, you know, uh, we, we certainly use ladders in our work. We also use uh, cherry pickers in our work. And so, you know, we've uh, toe behind lifts or, or genie lifts at times. Um, so safe practice. And, it, you know, even further that, and this is a good note for contractors thinking about this kind of work, working at heights is key, getting that training and your, your aerial platform training is key. You know, so we have those things. Um, and we're, we're not afraid to kind of let the public know that we have them as well. And we're able to do the work safely. So you don't have to run that risk out there. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons, uh, I, I think there is, um, uh, a good supply chain of better grade product out there than, than what the homeowner grabs at or can have access to from the likes of, you know, the big box store product. Um, you know, we're buying product that, yeah, it's going to cost more, but we're also able to have that product for three, four, five, you know, type of, you know, years, um, led technology is, you know, proving itself time and time again, but beyond that, even, uh, cord quality and clip quality is, you know, just those little nuances and, and such that we're able to put a better product up for you, you know, 
those would probably be two of the two of the biggies. And then I think, you know, maybe even just the fact of you know um, proper proper installation techniques. I mean, we've all seen those houses where you know every fifth bulb was clipped or something like that. We clip every bulb on these troughs. Um, you know, uh, the trees that we do, we we are consistent spacing um, as we wrap those trees. So um, and and we we aim for consistencies of uh, even the color, uh, things like that, right? Where again, everybody's probably driven by a house that had four warm white bulbs and then a couple of cool ones jammed in there. Yeah. And uh, you know, we we know how to identify those differences for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then what about like the design? How does that, is that something that works with, you know, the, the, the professional with the homeowner, how do you come up with, uh, with that, the look that is going to be on a, on a house or, or a building? So um, more often than not in this day and age of, of uh, technology, again, uh, most of the quoting we do is, you know, through a website leader, through some kind of an email chain, find out their address, pull up their home on Google earth, or have them send photos of the home if it's newer or unavailable or changed or what have you. Um, sort of do the design takeoff on that. Uh, you can you can you get a good sense after doing this for a while of what the measurements across the front of a garage are, what the measurements of peak heights are. Um, you know, we'll talk about things. Uh, you know, we'll obviously ask them, hey, you know, do you want to do trees? Do you want to do the house? Um, so that obviously we can identify those things. Um, we've got some even some measuring software where I can, uh, it's online I found something where we can plug in the height and width of a tree and, it'll, and, and the spacing that we want to install at, and it'll tell me how many strands of lights I need. Um, so, so, you know, they come to us for the expertise. Yeah. Um, and then there's other things that we can look at the house if we see, you know, maybe some unique pillars or railings a great opportunity for garland or, or some kind of wrap light. Um, maybe they've got a nice open peak face above a front door or uh, above a garage door. Great spot for a, a wreath. Um, you know, we look for those kind of nice traditional touches to add. Those are nice, just nice add-ons to the home. And and again, I think those are the kind of things we can suggest to the homeowner. And, you know, as 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 budgets go, we can present you a price with and without as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then another thing I wanted to ask about is in term in terms of um, you know staffing, you know, and you, and you know your crews and your your staff members, you know, was this? Uh, and it, pardon my I guess ignorance on this, but like typically, um, how how late into the season would, would you guys be installing? Would you be installing lighting uh, for landscapes, outdoor lighting systems? So does this, in other words, does it, for my long-winded question here, does this uh, help extend the season for your yeah. team? So we've got, you know, compound the question or compound the answer, maybe. We've got a unique situation here is where we own, um, we own a landscape uh, maintenance and construction company, as well as the, the lighting company. So we've got, you know, a season where we're doing landscape lighting, basically one, one crew, two to three staff year, you know, till the end of October. Um, we have all the, the labor from the other side of the business available, albeit, you know, there's, they're still doing some, uh, season ending tasks, like leaf cleanup in that, but we're able to actually, when we fully ramp up during the days, run with uh, three crews of two, 
plus we will um, on some special projects bring in some extra people. So uh, long-winded answer, we're able to give people some work later on because, you know, yeah, we're starting sort of mid-October now, kind of a slow rolling start, but we've done Christmas lights as late as uh, the 22nd or 23rd of December. Uh, there's always somebody out there who panic calls says, uh, I guess we're uh, hosting Christmas. Can you help? You know, um, so there's, there's some of those unique circumstances that happened last minute. More often than not, I think people are, you know, as I alluded to earlier, people are planning sooner and earlier um, that, you know, so we're hearing from them um, to get them into sort of that core month, which is November. Yeah. And then what about teardown? Is that something mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's, I guess, part of the, the package when a homeowner, you know, makes that kind of purchase? Yeah. So, so in our scenario, it's, um, we definitely do the, do the removal because um, our scenario is a rental scenario. So we provide them with an installation removal and, and we, we store the product because we own the product and the pricing we give them is based on a three-year commitment on their part. So it's a mutual benefit to both of us. They know we're coming back year over year. We know we've got reoccurring revenue year over year, um, but also it helps us absorb our initial investment, which is material, um, you know, and it becomes uh, beneficial like I said, it's beneficial to all parties involved. Uh, as far as timing for takedown, uh, some specific sites, uh, you know, we get early January, but I would say the bulk of stuff happens through February and into March. Mm-hmm. This past season was a tougher one because we dealt with a lot of ice, a lot of snow, right. and it, it gets kind of prohibitive and counterproductive if you're out there trying to take stuff down and you're dealing with um, frozen gutters, uh, ice dams, uh, you know, running between peaks and things like that. So we kind of you know, we work with the weather as best we can. Um, you know, again, back to the fact that we have a, a, a maintenance company, we do snow management, you know, snow and ice management, um, but but there's opportunity in between. And, and again, it's a great opportunity to keep people working 12 months of the year, fill in those gap seasons that uh, a lot of companies struggle with. Absolutely. And, and of course, you know, the, the, the profession struggles with in terms of the seasonality um, for employment and, and, and recruiting and attracting great people. So it's, it could be another piece of the puzzle that helps right. a, a contract or a company, you know, keep crews employed throughout the year. And, and that's yeah. a huge win for sure. That's, that's it. Yeah. It's been a big deal. I mean, we still probably the month we struggle the most with would be March um just because march is kind of that that in-betweener um but uh yeah this has really helped bridge some gaps in a lot of ways that's awesome mm-hmm. um question for you that just came to mind has there ever been any kind of interesting or you know any cool lighting that you've done has anybody said you know for example what comes to my mind is like i want the 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 clark Griswold and National <laughs> Lampoon's house. Has anybody ever had any outlandish ideas or most people like that sort of classic look? We've had the odd outlandish one, <laughs> but we feel like, you know, we, we that's not our client. And I don't mean that to sound ignorant or such. Sure. Um, we, we, we stay in a lane where we feel like, you know, we do classic things, we, you know, okay. yeah. I talk like the things I talked about earlier, you know, properly wrapping trees and, houses, you know, peaks and eaves, um, you know, garland and wreaths and things like that. You know, we mix in colors, but we don't get into like color changing or, or things like that. <clears throat> We've kind of figured out the lane that we want to be in. 
Um, and they, and I feel like the clientele we're dealing with um, tend to be a, you know, a mid to higher end client. Sure. And um, with that, I think they're the type of people that appreciate classic, clean, yeah. you know, proper, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of that. Um, yeah. Traditional sort of uh, aesthetic. Uh, exactly. Compliment, obviously the idea, you know, complement the, the look and, and style and design of the home. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. So no Clark Griswold home. No, we get, you know, the, the, the furthest stretch away from traditional we'll get is, is, um, you know, some of the mix of, uh, multicolors maybe that people want, sure. but, uh, again, for some people that might be their traditional, you know, I have a client right now where we did a unique multicolor mix that she had actually a, uh, an old strand of incandescent lights that she wanted to mimic. And so we were able to find, um, pink and teal to, to mix in with blue, red, and yellow, um, because that was what the, the, the strand she had was. And that was her traditional. That was some of whatever childhood memory almost. And so that's as far out as we get. But, you know, those are those are easy to accommodate too. And sure. again, very, very fun. Very yeah. unique. Yeah, no, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else people should should know about this topic, you know, whether it's a, a, a contractor that's maybe thinking that we get thinking about whether they want to get into this. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Any other, anything we haven't touched on? I think you, I think you hit a good one there actually about, you know, the contractor that's listening to this and saying, how do I, how do I get into this? How do I start? Where do I start? Um, I think if, if we look at our industry and the clients we deal with, you look at irrigation contractors, lighting contractors, and maintenance contract, construction, uh, design build contractors, they all have one thing in common. They have clients. They have clients that trusted them consistently or at some point uh, to, to, to do business with them. And it's no real trick or science that, you know, it's easier to sell to people who already like you and have already done business with you. So, you know, mining your existing um, client base um, is a no brainer. Um, you know, we've even seen it from uh, a cross selling aspect between holiday lighting and landscape lighting and a vice versa that they've somewhat fed off of each other uh, where, you know, they, they call you for one and they end up talking to you about multiple uh, as the years go by. So it's, um, I think there's a, an incredible opportunity with your sort of existing CRM. Uh, take advantage of it, you know, um, outside of that, you know, good website, uh, good representation there. Um, as you build a portfolio, get those images available uh, for all to see, you know, use your social media channels. Um, uh, the website's a biggie because I think this kind of stuff is a heavily searched Google item. They're going to, sure. you know, they're going to, they want to find you on Google. They want to get to your website, send you a, um, a response. Um, be prepared in this season because it's, you know, the window of opportunity for Christmas, Christmas lights never gets any bigger, right? It's always the same time frame essentially. So be prepared for, you know, the inrush that could come um, and, you know, make yourself available and make yourself timely in response. And so have a plan how you want to respond to customers, because if you want to get started in it and you slip out of the gate with not replying and things like that, there's another option always out there. 
I've been told by clients that I was a higher priced guy, but because I got back to them in a timely fashion and how I responded, that was the difference maker. And then to me, that sounds simple, but it's, it's something that, you know, as business people and owners, you want to be conscious of. You need to have a plan. You need to have the systems in place uh, yeah, in the capacity. Uh, yep. You got to be intentional on it. It does. Yeah. It sounds simple, but um, mm-hmm. you know, especially when uh, you know, you're busy, you might be preparing in that time period for the, the winter maintenance transition. You might be uh, in the fall, fall uh, cleanup schedule. So yeah, there's no, no shortage of things. So yeah, you have to have uh, a plan to make it work. And then it sounds like, you know, for you, for perhaps for others, it's, you know, once you get out there and you start doing these installs and you do a great job and it, it stands out, you know, the, does. The, the quality, it stands out and it's the word of mouth of, you know, how did you do such a beautiful job with your lights? The neighbor yeah. asking at the bus stop or what have you. And yeah, and it sort of grows from there. And that's one of those, you know, uh, that's where one of those grassroots pieces of marketing can work for you, which is your lawn sign. And you know, have a nice uh, 12 by 12 chloroplast sign on a stick and uh, out at the end of the, the laneway. And those go a long way. Um, you know, our staff will have um, generic business cards with them that they can, uh, you know, email us or call our, call our office number. Um, and they quite often, you know, people walking a dog going by going, oh, you know, how do I get this? And uh, that inevitably happens too. So, you know, because you know, if you've got, if you've got mobile vehicles, you've got a big billboard out there that people are going to notice you and what you're doing. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Awesome. Well, uh, perhaps we leave it there unless there's yeah. anything else, Scott. And, uh, yeah, I hope people listening will, uh, you know, if you have a, an, ink, an inkling that this might be something for you, you definitely, uh, you know, there's definitely a market there. It's a growing yeah. market. It's definitely interest. Um, and it could be a great way, obviously, to add revenue, add another component of a business, help sure. staff uh, employed longer throughout the year with with work. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, so appreciate you taking some time to, to chat about yeah. it. I appreciate it, Scott. You know, one last you know comment I'll make is that um, I'm, I'm the chair on the, the lighting sector group at, yeah. at Landscape Ontario and myself and, you know, some of my colleagues on the group. Uh, are, are, are very available to, to reach out to, to talk this topic. The other thing, but don't forget, we got a, we got a list of great suppliers in the province of Ontario here that are, you know, LO members or LO associate members who are definitely great at helping. I can, I can speak to uh, the support of our suppliers. Um, they're important. They're a very important cog in our wheel. No question. And that's the, that's sort of the, the, the beauty of LO or the, the real success of LO is having those like the lighting sector group, you know, having uh, experts, having people that you can, you can call mm-hmm. up or send an email to, or see at an event like a Congress or any, any number of uh, LO events and uh, find out more about a new topic, a new, uh, a new, you know, potential business opportunity. So hopefully uh, people are, uh, are going to hear this and, uh, and give you a call, Scott, and, uh, and others on that uh, lighting committee. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you guys are always probably looking for, for interested people. So to absolutely contribute. So if, if, you, if you're a lighting contractor listening to this, definitely uh, reach out to, uh, to, to Scott. I'm speaking for you now, but uh, absolutely. Scott or the LO team. And yeah. we're always looking for people that are eager to, uh, to get involved. We definitely are. We're always happy to have a new, new member, a new voice, and you know, new ideas. It's uh, uh, never goes un, unnoticed. That's for sure. 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Good, great chatting with you and uh, talk again soon. You as well, Scott. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Landscape Ontario podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll consider sharing it with colleagues or maybe even your staff team. And please consider subscribing. It's free. New episodes come out every single month.